Good morning, everyone. It is Tuesday, July 11th. I'm Rob Litterst. I'm here with The Hustle's managing editor, Ben Berkeley, and this is The Hustle Daily Show. Hot dogs are making their stand and making a case as America's most beloved comfort food. The Wall Street Journal declared Frank's are the it restaurant order of the summer. Why are hot dogs suddenly having a revival? We'll answer that. But before we do, let's talk about what else is happening in the world of business and tech. All right. So unless you were living under a rock, you probably know that Meta's Threads has already cracked the 100 million user mark. That user base includes the team that got banned from Twitter for tracking Elon Musk's private jet. It does not include anyone in the European Union, as the new platform navigates compliance concerns with the EU's Digital Markets Act, which goes into effect next year. Meanwhile, Twitter traffic is, and I quote, tanking, says Cloudflare CEO Matthew Prince. Web traffic was down 11% to start this month compared with the same days in 2022. Rob, you know what's really astonishing here? It's just the speed. I mean, threads reached the 100 million milestone in just five days. And I know earlier this year, everyone was hailing OpenAI for getting 100 million on ChatGPT. I think that took two months and that record was just demolished here. So really impressive. That said... I kind of think ChatGPT's accomplishments a little more impressive since they started from scratch rather than, you know, pulling from Instagram. What do you think? Couldn't agree more. I, I saw somebody on, I forget if it was LinkedIn or Twitter, but somebody was comparing threads getting to 100 million as being similar to like McDonald's selling 100 million Grimace shakes or something like that. It's like <laughs> a new product from a kind of defined brand. All you had to do is basically click a button on Instagram to get there. Yeah, couldn't agree more. OpenAI, I think, is still the big story, still the more impressive story. And we'll see if trends actually survives. It'll, it'll be really interesting to see what ends up happening there. Thank you also for the absolute horror of imagining um, millions of Grimace shakes out there in the world and what would happen. It's, it's a lot to think about. <laughs> On the high seas, Royal Caribbean plans to debut the world's biggest cruise ship in January. The 1,200-foot-long behemoth can accommodate 5,600 guests and 2,300 crew members. It's the size of five Titanics and has the largest onboard water park because, of course, it does. Today in AI, Google is testing its MedPalm 2AI chatbot at hospitals, including the Mayo Clinic. Trained on medical licensing exams and demos, it can answer questions, summarize documents, and organize data. Meanwhile, comedian Sarah Silverman and authors Christopher Golden and Richard Kadri are the latest to sue OpenAI and Meta, alleging both trained AI on their copyrighted work. Senator Chuck Schumer wants the FDA to investigate Logan Paul and KSI's Prime Energy Drinks, which has two times more caffeine than Red Bull and is extremely popular among children. This one is kind of scary to me, I got to say, Rob. So we're looking at five times the caffeine of a standard Coca-Cola here. Wow. Yeah. Each can has 200 milligrams of caffeine. And if you look at the recommendations from the American Academy of Pediatrics, for kids aged 12 to 18, they're recommending less than 100. So I'd investigate this drink too, since it's bringing kids two times over the recommended limits just with one can. And it's mainly kids that are eating it because it's mainly kids that are obsessed with Logan Paul and KSI. Yeah, that that's crazy. They should be marketing this to like new parents or something like that. People that actually need 200 milligrams of caffeine to <laughs> survive throughout the day. Yeah, I mean, I will say I don't think I could ever try this. I think it would <laughs> cause some sort of earthquake inside my body. So I'm really interested to see where this one goes. 
Well, Ben, it's a sad day in internet land. We are going to bid farewell to Giphy Cat, the long-running site for making, uploading, and sharing GIFs told users to save their content before September 1st, at which point it will all be purged. Snap acquired Giphy Cat in 2017. In the automotive world, EV inventory across U.S. auto dealers has increased 350% this year, but the sales are not keeping pace, according to Cox Automotive. Just ask Genesis, which is Hyundai's luxury brand, which moved just 18 of its $80,000 electric G80 sedans last month. Yikes. And lastly, before we get into hot dogs, a Massachusetts library had a book returned after 119 years. It was first checked out on Valentine's Day of 1904. How romantic. The New Bedford Free Public Library has a five cents per day late fee. So that would have otherwise added up to $2,100, but their late fee policy also maxes out at $2. So honestly, no big deal. (laughs) All right, let's talk hot dogs. Hot dogs are having a moment right now. Ben, why now and what the heck is going on? Can you explain this to me? Sure. Well, first off, uh, Rob, happy National Hot Dog Month to you and to all who celebrate out there. Oh, happy National Hot Dog Month to you too. Thank you so much. So hot dogs are indeed in the spotlight this month. And that's not just because it's July when sales are ordinarily the highest. You know, we're looking at the chains that feature them. They're expanding. We're looking at high-end restaurants starting to add them to the menu. All of this culminated in the Wall Street Journal declaring this week that hot dogs are the it restaurant order of the summer. So let's just kind of take a quick sidestep here before we talk about the why and just kind of, you know, get the lay of the land of the hot dog business. Love it. I want to deep dive into hot dogs right now because I mean, the obvious reason that they're blowing up is because hot dogs are amazing, but there's got to be more to the story. Oh, there is. So obviously they've long been an American favorite. We're looking on average every year at US consumers buying about 900 million pounds of hot dogs, which is a lot to think of. And that number really spikes on July 4th, not surprisingly, and not just for the Nathan's hot dog contest. There are about 150 million hot dogs consumed in the States every year on the 4th. And these stats, by the way, that I'm pulling from, they come from the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. I am not a member of this, but I'm thinking about it. And they have a lot of other stats that I'm just going to throw at you because what fun is a podcast without some good stats. Right. Of those 150 million Independence Day dogs, the council suggests that they could stretch from Los Angeles to Washington, D.C. more than five times if laid end to end. Again, a lot to think about. Also, one thing that surprised me was that Los Angeles is actually the number one hot dog eating city, beating New York out for the prize. That is really surprising to me. I would not have thought LA was the hot dog capital of America. I mean, I guess you put enough people in Dodger Stadium and and feed them Dodger dogs, you'll get close to the annual 30 million pounds of hot dog that are eaten in Los Angeles every year. And then the other thing I'll just say is during peak hot dog season, which we're maybe starting to see expand, but in this case, we're talking Memorial Day to Labor Day, Americans typically consume 7 billion hot dogs, which is a Joey Chestnut-esque 818 hot dogs per second over that period. Again, that's Memorial Day to Labor Day. That is absolutely insane. It is. I'm not going to lie. I think I probably contribute about three of them (laughs) to that 7 billion totals. And I wish it was more. I love hot dogs. 
Well, I got so much more hot dog stuff coming at you. Let's go. So first off, the last thing I'll just get you with is just the numbers here, the financials, if you will. Last year's retail sales were north of $3 billion in the U.S. So the hot dog industry has been and remains a very prominent part of the food scene. But now it's starting to really take off in a different way. This is what I'm curious about. Like, why are hot dogs infiltrating restaurants? So I think one thing that you're looking at here with hot dogs is they are both high class and low class all at once. They're not pretentious. They're very nostalgic. They just hit that sweet spot in the same way that the hamburger or apple pie. And I think that this is a moment where brands, obviously, in a time where you can't move an inch without hearing about Barbie, or, you know, Indiana Jones is in theaters. All these different things are going on right now where nostalgia is really key. I think this is a moment where a lot of different restaurants are really edging in there. Yeah. So you have this nostalgia element. You're also seeing it can be a really fun canvas for novelty, totally. which always draws people in. You know, there's that viral hot dog in New York City that costs $29 right now that was tearing up the internet the other day. That's kind of a symptom of the larger movement toward adding them to menus. You're seeing a lot more attention to, say, Five Guys and Shake Shack having hot dogs on their menu. You're seeing chains like Schnitzel and Portillo's, which were regional chains largely, but they're starting to expand nationally right now. So there's just like a very solid wave going through the food business right now where hot dogs are really just showing up on menus. I love it. You said it best. You said they're a blank canvas for innovation. And I think it's really funny. Like anytime I eat a hot dog with somebody, like everybody puts different stuff on it. You know, everybody has mm -hmm. their different kind of quirks of what they want as far as toppings. And they're just kind of a fun food. Like you said, they're nostalgic. They remind you of your childhood. I get it. I, uh, I hope every restaurant starts serving hot dogs, Ben. Yeah, they're also obviously, aside from that $29 one, generally pretty cheap. Exactly. Costco and Sam's Club with their sub $2 hot dog combos, drawing people in. So, you know, that's another reason why in tighter economic times, you're going to see a lot more hot dogs probably showing up. Love it. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you for tuning in to The Hustle Daily Show. We are a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is the esteemed Robert Hartwig, and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, please go get yourself signed up at thehustle.co slash email and have a terrific Tuesday.